0: As a father of four daughters, now two sons-in-law and a granddaughter, husband, to my precious wife Edie, I can tell you with absolute certainty that at any time my family is in danger, I will run to their rescue. You know that kind of love, I'm sure. A father for a son or a daughter, a mother for a son or a daughter a child for his or her parent, a grandparent for a grandbaby, you know that kind of love. We're not talking about overcomers, though. Sorry. Yeah, good. Yeah, no PowerPoint. But that's okay. That's great. You came to my rescue. Uh, As we consider Good Friday, what we need to understand is that Jesus, because of his love for each and every one of us here tonight, Jesus, because of his love for those who are traveling the streets, passing by on the highway, Jesus, because of his love For everyone walking the boardwalk this evening, and tomorrow, and the next day. Jesus, because of his love, not for family, but for strangers. Because of his love, not for sons and daughters, but for those who have opposed him and been hostile toward him. Even for those who abandoned him or betrayed him or cast lots for his garments at the foot of the cross, even for the criminals to his right and to his left, even for those who cried out, Crucify him. Jesus came to their rescue in john chapter nineteen verse thirty the scripture tells us that just before he breathed his last jesus cried out a final word from the cross it is finished and those around him might have wondered what this meant. His mother there at the foot of the cross. His beloved disciple, John, at the foot of the cross. Mary Magdalene at the foot of the cross. Mary, the wife of Clopas, at the foot of the cross. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, those who are mocking him, might have wondered, what does this mean? it is finished it is finished Jesus cried the penalty of death is about to be overturned it is finished I fulfilled all that God has given me to do. If you remember just a a few hours earlier in John chapter 17, Jesus was praying a prayer. He said, Father, the hour has come glorify your Son that your Son might also glorify you as you have given him authority over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given to him and this is eternal life that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have finished the work you've given me to do. What is that work? When Jesus cried out, it is finished, he was declaring, God, I've done it. Everything. I've fulfilled it. All the assignment of your love, For the benefit of all humanity, I have completed my task. It is finished. It was not a cry of agony. It was a cry of victory. I've done it. The goal has been accomplished. What was that goal? What was the goal? That sent Jesus from heaven's throne to be born in a manger in a stable. What was that goal that sent Jesus on a rescue mission? Fully God becoming a man. What was that mission? We hear hints of the mission throughout the ministry of Jesus in John chapter, uh, Mark chapter 10 verse 45. Jesus declares, for the Son of Man has come not to be served, but to serve. And here it is. And to give his life a ransom for many. On the cross, as Jesus cried out, it is finished. He was saying, it's finished. The price has been paid. To set captives free. You're the captive. I'm the captive. When Jesus died on the cross. When he declared it is finished. He's saying our captivity is done. No longer am I stuck in the cell of my shame. Under the weight of the chain of my guilt. But now Jesus has come. And he's taken those chains, the guilt of my sin, and he's put them on his wrists and upon his feet. And he's taken up the place in my cell of shame. And he's opened the door and he said, Eric, you're free. And Jesus cried out, it is finished He was declaring sinners your captivity is over For he has come To pay the price for our freedom and his death is that price His death is the price that must be paid For us to be set free from our captivity and sin and make no mistake You and I are sinners Each and every one here, we are sinners. Not some philosophical idea about sin, but in real time, in real ways. You and I have offended the holiness of God. You and I have done those things that proclaim us guilty on the ledger book of heaven. Our sin has locked us in a cell of shame. Our sin has placed the chains of our guilt upon our soul so that there is no escape and there is no hope and all that we have before us is death. That's what your sin, that's what my sin has done. But Jesus has come on a rescue mission and as He stretched out His hands, To be nailed to the beam of the cross. And as he was lifted up, he was lifted up so that sinners like you and me might be set free. It is finished. Through his death on the cross, our captivity can come to an end. it is finished forgiveness overwhelms our guilt up to the time of jesus death on the cross the only way that we had to deal with the guilt of our sin before a holy god was to offer sacrifices to him you read about it in leviticus And these bloody sacrifices, if you sin unintentionally or intentionally, here's the sacrifice that must be paid in order for that sin to be atoned for. But it was never complete. It was never final. The Apostle Peter later in his life realizing what Jesus had done upon the cross in dying for sinners like you and me, declares that Christ suffered once on account of sin, the just one for the unjust ones, so that He might bring us to God, so that the barrier between us and a holy God might be destroyed. And Jesus died in our place upon the cross. He paid the price for our forgiveness, the sacrifice for our sin. And friends, there is no sacrifice. There is no final payment for our sin. There is no sufficient sacrifice for the guilt of our sin apart from Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. But he's paid the debt in full. He's made a way for us to be forgiven. 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 The forgiveness he offers overwhelms. The guilt of our sin. The forgiveness he offers comes from his perfection, not our religion. The forgiveness he offers comes from his perfection, not our effort. The forgiveness he offers comes through the shedding of his blood to rescue us from a crash course toward hell the apostle paul said it this way in ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 he said in jesus we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sin redemption you know what that means it means that we can be rescued it means that the payment price for sins guilt your sins guilt finds its payment only in the death of Jesus on a cross if Jesus did not die on a cross for our sin we would still be locked in a cell of our shame bound by the guilt the chains of our guilt Overwhelmed By the guilt of our sin Unforgiven But Jesus With his last breath cried out It is finished Sin's Damning effect No longer has sway over us we're no longer under the dominion of sins power for we are now under the gift of God's grace through the shed blood of Jesus Christ our Lord it is finished captives have been set free it is finished sinners are forgiven it is finished. The dead now may live. As Jesus died he died so that you and I might live. In 1st John chapter 4 that's what we hear. The apostle Paul or the apostle John writing He said that Jesus is the payment price for our sin. And by His death, we can live. By His death, we live. That's the transaction of the cross. And that is the transaction of God's grace. That He offers us life. Through the death of his son, Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the scripture says that God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin. God made him who knew no sin, made him sin, so that we might become. The righteousness of God in him. Jesus took our sin. Not just a not just some random idea or worldview about sin. Jesus took your sin. Jesus didn't go to the cross. For some ethereal humanity, Jesus went to the cross with names. He went to the cross with names. He had me in his book. Eric Thomas. Eric John Thomas. Born John Eric Thomas. He knew me. He saw me. He died for me. So that I might... Live through faith in Him. Do you see what Jesus has done for you? Can you see the power of the cross? What's amazing to me is that Jesus knowing how painfully ugly I would be in my life, how horrifically rebellious, knowing the pathway of disobedience, and unfaithfulness that I would walk. He still died for me. He came to my rescue. He declared, it is finished. So tonight, as we gaze upon the cross of Christ, as we gaze upon our Savior who died for us, might I ask you, do you know Him? I mean, do you know Him? Do you know the freedom that He died to give you? Freedom from the cell of your shame and from the chains of your sin. Have you experienced that freedom through faith in Jesus Christ? Do you know His forgiveness? Do you see how badly you need it? Do you know the forgiveness that wipes away and covers the stain of your sin, that places not only forgiveness, but then exchanges your guilt for His righteousness, who blankets you with the glorious robes of His own perfection? Do you know forgiveness? that God offers through the death of Christ on the cross. Do you know Jesus? Do you know His freedom? Do you know Jesus? Do you know His forgiveness? Do you know Jesus? Have you received life through Him? I know most of us think that we have a pretty good life. We should. We've got... um, Most of us have automobiles to drive. Most of us have clothes to wear. Most of us have food in the pantry. Most of us have a loved one around us. We might think that we have a good life, but friends, we're not really living until we come into a friendship with God, until we're brought into fellowship with God. With him until we're reconciled to a holy God, we're just going through the motions of a life. We don't really have life. And the only way for us to enter into the family of God, the only way for us to be fit for fellowship with the God who created us is for us to find the forgiveness and the freedom that Jesus purchases for us through his death on the cross I'm dead in my sin and trespass until by faith I trust Jesus and his death on the cross as payment for my sin personally applied to my guilt until that transaction happens for You or me personally, I'm still dead in my sin and my trespass. But God has made a way. Jesus has paved the path for forgiveness and freedom and life to be yours. And if you don't know the Savior, if you haven't personally applied his death on the cross as payment for your sin then today I invite you to call upon him and by faith to believe that he is your only hope by faith to trust him to allow him to give you life instead of death forgiveness instead of guilt freedom instead of captivity that's what jesus does if you do know my jesus can you see your sin yours hanging upon the cross The prophet Isaiah made it very personal in Isaiah 53 when he was talking about Jesus. He said it's by his wounds we are made whole. It is by his stripes that we are healed. Do you see your sin wounding your Savior as He comes to your rescue? Can you see your sin? Can you see this wondrous love of a rescuing God who sent Jesus to your rescue? Can you see? the Savior the very one who can give you life not your religion not your efforts your good works not who you know or what you own not your philosophies not your grand schemes or ideas Do you see your Savior, your only Savior, Jesus? And the wonderful love that sends Him to your rescue. And if you see your sin, and if you see your Savior, won't you worship Him? You bow your heads with me, please. Father in heaven, as we have gathered here in your name, for your glory, may we who belong to you worship our wonderful, merciful Savior. May any who have gathered with us here or online, may any of us who have yet to know this wonderful, merciful Savior, Jesus, may we experience right now the bolstering of courage in our heart and the faith to believe so that we might call upon Jesus to give us the freedom and the forgiveness and life that is just out of our reach. May we call upon Jesus by faith right now. May we declare, Oh God, I know that I'm a sinner, but I believe that Jesus came to save me through His death on the cross and His resurrection from the dead. May we cry out, Oh Jesus, rescue me now. Oh Jesus, forgive me now. Oh Jesus, give me life right now and may we join together in this moment at this time on this Good Friday setting our gaze upon the cross and seeing the Savior Jesus Christ whose name is above every other name and who carries our name on his heart. May we worship King Jesus today with hearts overflowing with gratitude and praise. For the wonder of a Savior who would leave heaven's throne for our rescue. And the mercy of a Savior who would pay the greatest prices for my rescue. May we worship you in song and in service for all time. And it's in your name we pray and praise. Amen.